by Catholic School Teachers for Catholic School Teachers. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. We are so grateful to collaborate with you. My name is Colleen McCoy-Sika, and I'm here today with my friend and colleague, Jill Annabel. Hello, Jill. Hi. I've got a question for you today. Okay. All right, a couple of questions here. So first of all, what are you reading right now? And did you ever read a book that changed the way you taught? <laughs> uh, okay, what okay. are you reading right now besides Gosh. doctoral research? That doesn't count. <laughs> That's what I was, uh, yeah, right. I was going to say, uh, the Foundations for uh, Human Resource Development is sitting next to me. <laughs> Um, I always read something that's a bit of escapism. So I try to read something that's like novel and, and fictional. I just finished in the last couple of days, The Name of the Rose. But then I also echo that. Yeah. You read that. Do you read that for pleasure? (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was lovely. Like I loved it. And it was, it took forever. So that's the funny part. It took me a really long time because when I'm reading at the end of the day, I'll read a page and then fall asleep. So I'm like, what was happening? Like that was, that was kind of a thick one. I'm also reading when I work out in the morning, I'm reading some Socrates. (laughs) I have a really weird list no, going on right now. I know, I know. I usually have a few books going on. And then I also have, I have young kids. So I'm in the middle of a book with, with my son, who's in third grade book with my sixth grader. So we have, we have a few books going on. I have to keep all the plots straight. Okay. That's very, again, like not the answers. Not I the answer you're, you're going for. Nope. Okay. Nope. Not at all. And, um, very different from what, what I read. I also read like whatever my son is reading, like he'll give me the books that he finishes, but he likes to read books about travel, like, but, but fiction oh, yeah. books about travel. So um, I'm, I'm reading love and luck right now because that's what Quinn was reading and that. So he gave it to me and I read a page at night and go to sleep. So it'll take me six months to finish it. But I listen to books when I'm in the car or Mm -hmm. when I'm walking, I listen to books Mm -hmm. and podcasts. I'm always listening to something. So I'm, I listen to the autobiographies of, of rock stars. So I'm in the middle of Dave. Oh yeah. You told me that. Yeah. (laughs) But did you ever read anything that really impacted um, the way you teach? So you read something and then you tried something in the classroom. Can you think of an example of that? Yeah, there's a, um, early in my career, I read, I don't know the title off the top of my head, but it was Sheridan Blau was the author and it was about the literature workshop. We may, may even call okay. it a literature workshop. It really impacted how I shifted, how I taught reading, uh, mm-hmm. middle school, high school level so that they were, it was more of a workshop approach, like really just, you know, teaching readers how to be readers and how to, how to be lifelong readers. But I got to tell you, so I don't know if I've told you this before, but then when I meet the author, I always say something really embarrassing. So when I finally met, when I finally met Sheridan Blau and I had my copy and it was all like bookmarked and like highlighted everywhere, I went up to him with my book, like so excited. And then I said to him, everything I do is because of you. And he looked at me like I was nuts and I was so embarrassed. Like, why did I say that out loud? So I really, now I get nervous every single time I ask an author to sign my book. Jill, that is so funny. As you were saying that, what popped into my head was the Brian Adams song. Everything I do, I do <laughs> yeah, it for you. That's what I did you sing it. Like, Everything like, I why do. Was I? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. That's me. Really nerd, book nerd. Um, absolutely. So yes, have books impacted my teaching um, always, all the time, but that's- then I embarrass myself. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> all right. So the, um, 
idea in the teacher's lounge today is very similar to what you just said. So this is someone who is inspired by a book and it influenced the way she taught reading to her students or brought her students to appreciate reading. So this is from Christy Wisman and she has been teaching sixth grade for 10 years language arts. And she's at St. Pius the 10th school in Edgewood, Kentucky. And that's from the diocese of Covington. So Christy said that she wanted to encourage her students to engage more in independent reading, right? That's what we all want. Independent reading. Mm-hmm. I, re- I read a book called The Book Whisperer by Donalyn yeah. Miller. Have Donalyn you read that? Miller. Donalyn Miller. Yeah. I have yeah. that one bookmarked all over the place. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. So these this are my is, people. Great this one. Is the book that changed the way she yeah. inspired her students to read. So good. You can relate. Okay. So the author challenged her students to read 40 books during the school mm-hmm. year. That's a lot of books. Mm-hmm. Um, I adapted her ideas to fit my classroom and now require my students to read a certain number of books of yes. their choosing each trimester. There are uh-huh. genre and reading level requirements. I'm going to interrupt you and tell you, Colleen, these are my people. So this is exactly <laughs> how I taught my classroom. So this is actually related to the, the Sheridan Blau book that I Really? Quite honestly. Yeah. And my own kids now use this strategy in their elementary school. This is how I approached my high school teaching. It was the number of books. Yes. Number of books. And okay. So I'm taking over this idea to tell you, (laughs) can I tell you one more thing is like having them then check off a different types of books. So my daughter, who is an avid Uh reader, loves realistic fiction, but she has to, with her own challenge. So she chooses how many books it's supposed to be somewhere between 25 and 40. And so she chooses her number at the beginning of the year. Like, I think I can do whatever 30. And then she has to do, you know, four that are science fiction or fantasy four that are this four that, you know, they have to, they have to do different ones. But I think we have an opportunity there to say like from these Catholic authors or from these, Ah, you know, from local authors or from, you know, whatever, like I, or summer reading then. So for my daughter's class in particular, they could, um, the teacher gave a summer reading list. You could read these books. It was like, it was a list of eight, six or eight. And if you did them, it was a jump start on your reading challenge for the year. So if you're going to read over the summer, it has to be from this list, which was great because it was a vetted list. And then the rest of the books kind of got approved as they went. So yeah, really, really good things out of Book Whisper. I have not embarrassed myself in front of Donalyn Miller because I have not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Okay. All right. So I'm going to go back to Christy Wisman here. Sure, there's sorry. one more thing that she, um, that she says she found great success with. She said that it was kind of the sharing of books and when mm-hmm. she would advertise books from her desk yeah. and, you mm-hmm. know, like kind of give a review of it. And this is what I'm reading and have her own classroom library to kind of, mm-hmm. and, you know, kind of goes to what you're saying is check out these books. You know, these mm-hmm. are the ones that you probably want to look at. So often the students are not aware of what interesting books are available until Mm -hmm. she holds them up and talks about them, right? right? She'll give a brief summary. She talks about the plot and then she gives her opinion about it. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking sixth graders are going to, you know, they're going to take the opinion of their teacher to heart, right? So she notices engagement goes up when they see that their teacher also read the book. Uh So I love that. Always. So today (laughs) I was just, before, before we jumped on here, I was in an elementary school today. The bookshelf was right by the door. And so as I walked out of their room, I said, oh, I've read this one, The Christmas Pig, J.K. Rawlings. I don't know if you've read that. So author of Harry Potter, Christmas Pig. Great book. I read it with my kids. You guys should read this one. And you just see their eyes light up. Yeah, I'm just the visitor coming in. But 
telling them to read this thing because it had, and, and when we point them out because they have multiple layers. So it's not just, oh, this is a fun story, but I know that once I dove into that title with my son, we, we were talking about heaven and hell. We were talking about the dignity of the human person. We were talking, I mean, we, we just took it to another level Yeah. in those certain titles we can elevate in classrooms, regardless of the title you can, um, I don't know, just take it a little deeper, but yeah, those recommendations matter. Or when kids recommend books to each other, that's yeah. huge. So, you know, one of the notes that um, Christy Wisman says is that she always has a whiteboard by her desk that lists the books that she's currently reading. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if, you know, student recommended books, like can the kids then also write, you know, yeah. this is what I'm reading. This is what I recommend because yeah, recommend recommendations hold a lot of weight, right? Right. And I, I don't know if you've been in schools then where they, um, outside their classroom door, they have what they're currently reading. So when you oh. walk down the hallway, you know what every teacher in the building is reading. I sometimes they're that. school related. Sometimes they're completely not, but that really builds a culture of readers. Oh, goodness. I could talk literature all day, Colleen. I know we, we really could. We could talk more about this. And, you know, I, I even have more notes that we could dive into, but we've got to get back to class because that's we the do. deal. So there are always more ideas than time to celebrate them, but we are certainly going to do our best to try. We drop episodes three days per week throughout the school year, so send us your ideas and share the love with your fellow teachers. Go to catholicteacherslounge.com to share. The Catholic Teachers Lounge is your haven of hope to exchange ideas and affirm your efforts. We'll see you next time.